the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, invested in more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can certainly talk about. We could talk about the current market conditions. We could try to predict what the future is going to look like without a crystal ball, but we will do our very, very best. That's the goal here. We could take a look at opportunities to buy versus situations where you feel pressured to invest. I don't like any situation where you sit down in front of a room and someone tells you they're smarter than you. Hate it. Hate people who push annuities. Hate them. Annuities are bad product for 97, 98% of the people who buy them. And yet there's whole radio shows and infomercials dedicated to them. you got to be careful. I'm sitting in front of the microphone today, substituting for CFP Chad Burton, and I'll tell you what. He's a good guy, and a CFP certification is a little bit different than an insurance salesperson. CFP certification comes with a tag that means they're a fiduciary. That means that they have to work in your best interests. Now, part of that means they're going to make a little bit more money than, say, your mailman. And that's a good thing. This is your wealth that they're protecting and trying to create a brand around for you to last until the day you die. Or whatever your goal is. So that's the funniest part about financial planning is I don't need your plan. What's your plan? My plan is I'd like to live till the day I die and spend some time with my children, watch them grow up, and and help them find a path. And then when I die, I hope they go, Dad was a good guy, and hey, look, he left us a little bit to put to work later in life. So what's your financial plan? Do you have it? It It should come to your head right now. Do you want to work till the day you die? So I talked about sometimes taking advantage of opportunity. When opportunity knocks, be ready. I once was on CNET Radio. Well, I once had a national radio show, and I chose to go after CNET Radio because I really liked what CNET was doing, the sound of it in the Bay Area. I really liked the audience in the Bay Area. So I gave up a national show, walked away from it, Wow, how long ago was that? 15 years. 14 years, maybe. And that's cool. It was wonderful to be in 60-plus markets. I think at my height, I was in 80. Some of them I couldn't even find on a map today, if you were to ask me. But I think when a window, a door closes, a window opens. I've always thought that way. I don't know what's wrong with me. And today I'm seeing an opportunity to talk to you a little bit about that. As an investor, you need to be wise. You need to be ready. I don't think you want to do it all yourself all your life. I can tell you that different points in my life, 
I thought I was smarter than the people out there. Like when I was 20 and I was going to the gym, I was doing everything wrong. When I was 30 and going to the gym, I was doing most things wrong. But when I hired a person, a nutritionist, and when I got like someone to train me, I was like, wow, okay, this, this is how that's supposed to work. I played college-level soccer. I played soccer my whole life, and I never, ever developed a core. How is that possible? I got, the, I got legs of Adonis, but I was doing it all wrong. My legs are stronger than your legs. My legs look better than your legs. But boy, you asked me to do like uh, 10 scrunches or uh, curls or I don't even know. So anyway, be humbled. Humility is a wonderful thing. Know that there's people out there that are good for you. Know that there's people that are bad for you. I'm not against services like Yelp where you can read reviews. With that said, I don't trust every review. Sometimes I think it's the restaurant across the street. Uh, one of the most powerful things that Amazon.com has, or Amazon, are the reviews. Um, it used to be when I wanted a brand new TV. What do you get today? A brand new TV? <clears throat> I would go to like Consumer Reports, right? And then when Consumer Reports kind of became a little bit dated, you kind of went to Google and said, best TVs. And you'd read websites that were like, besttvreviews.com, hottesttvreviews.com, trustedtvreviews.com. And they, they, they probably weren't, I don't even know their credentials, right? Except for they had a webpage. And maybe I assume they looked at more TVs than I did. That's not a bad thought. Was I paying a huge amount for it? No. But was it quality research? No. So humility is a good thing. And the thing that Amazon has that's really interesting is the reviews. When you see, you need soccer gloves. Your kid plays goalkeeper. He's tall. He's lean. He flies through the air like an antelope. Do antelopes fly through the air? And he needs new soccer gloves. You're like, I wonder if the Nike ones are any good. I wonder if the Adidas ones are any good. I wonder if the, uh, what are those called? Robodas. And they're like some sort of English brand. And like, do they have finger protectors? Because I'm big into finger protection. I don't want to hyperextend fingers. And you go on Amazon and then people ask questions. People answer them. You go on Amazon and there's 4,500 people that like this one brand and one that likes the other. That's where Amazon becomes stronger. So having a little bit of humility and, and trying to figure out what works for you is, is awesome. Boeing's CEO has come out today and said, we are humbled. The two investigations into the 737 MAX crashes are zeroing in on software. Now, Boeing will get through this. And to admit that you're humbled is a step in the right direction. Countries and airlines have grounded planes after two crashes. And yesterday, a plane had to, it was flying from Florida uh, to the Mojave Desert, had to do an emergency landing. The 737 MAX software designed to push down the plane's nose to prevent stalls was incorrectly triggered. That's what the reviews are looking at. So that's an opportunity where people have lost faith in it. People have lost faith before in me. I've lost faith in other people. It takes a truly humble and imaginative and creative person to see opportunity there. 
I'm not telling you to go buy a Boeing. Consult a broker advisor for taking any action any st- on any stocks you ever hear on radio, television, magazines, or anything. I could tell you I've kept lists of Barron's top picks. I've kept lists of, like, uh, you know, the top ten picks from Morgan Stanley in 1998 to see how they did in 1999. And a lot of times I do a show on January 1st of the next year, first of the year, whatever you want to say, and I tell you how they did. And sometimes it was like, well, that was a home run, and that was a big strikeout. So be humble. Know that there's a lot of bad product out there. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't work with someone who you trust. I like the CFP certification. I find people that push annuities to be slime. I've never, ever, never met one person who sells multiple annuities as a business model who I liked as a human being, who I would give my kids to in time of an emergency. I've never met one person who does private REITs or hard money that doesn't have a shady background, that, that hasn't been triggered by investigations. you got to be real careful, but at the same time, you have to be real humble and not do everything on your own. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm sitting in for CFP Chad Burton Day. He will be back, most certainly. The three main stock indices were pointing to a lower open today after closing in the green yesterday. Where we start and where we go on a day-by-day basis doesn't really matter. It's one of the things that I hate about my job is we look at the S&P 500 and we go, oh, it was an up day. And you could kind of start getting too many up days or too many up months or too many up years and get kind of greedy. I want you to look at your portfolio. I don't want you really looking at the markets. Are you balanced? Are you diversified? Are you comfortable? Do you have the right approach? Are you taking advantage of opportunities when they present themselves? My biggest regret back in 2006, 2000, 2007, 2008, when the markets were going down, 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 down. My biggest regret is I didn't go and sell my car and put in money in the market. When the market's down 40% and you're not buying more, you're almost loco in the cocoa. But that's when fear is kind of starting to set in. Oh, well, let's wait until it goes down 45%. That's why I screed there, right? And then you're like, well, let's wait for it to go 50%. I, it could go 50%. i am not going to buy now. I'm not going to be stupid again. That's fear. A good investor is able to chop out emotion. A good investor is able to look at, a good investor is able to look at opportunity and, and, and long-term. Um, one of my favorite... Investors of all time was also a distance runner. I used to be a distance runner and I've kind of pulled off of it in the last two, three years. My hips and my knees, they just don't lie. I know you're saying, didn't Shakira once sing a song about hips don't lie? I think she did. Man, was that just, when you saw that video for the first time, oh, hips don't lie. You're like, uh, what am I seeing here? It was in your head, right? Anyway, I have um, a long term perspective. A long-term runner is able to say, you know, this isn't going to be easy. Maybe you start your run from your home, and you're like, okay, I can cut some corners make it a one-mile run. But in your head, you start off with that four-mile run, and you, you kind of have to pace it in your head. You have to kind of think, you know, um, if I get to the tree, that's one quarter of a mile. I'm cool with that, and I'm going to get into my music, and I'm going to get into whatever I'm going to get into. I don't actually like running with music in my head, because I, I kind of like, 
that's a good time to clear my head, so to speak. I don't like listening to books on tape while I'm driving. I don't like, you know, like I kind of like having things a little calmer in my head. But that's not what you're here for. You want to know about stocks to buy. You want to know about what you're hearing, the recent inversion, the yield curve. You know how many emails I've gotten in the last month? Because I've started talking a little bit more about a recession's coming. Recessions come. They're natural. They're normal events. It's not like the movie Get Out. It's not like the movie Them or Us or whatever. It's not Jason Voorhees. It's not... It's not... They're going to happen. Recessions aren't bad things. They curb excesses. You recess on occasion. You go out and you party a little bit too much, you take a day off, a week off, a month off. Right? The market's been partying for nine years, so I'm not really saying anything rocket scientist material when I say there will be a recession and you'll get scared. But I'm getting emails from people. Where's a good place to find a reputable gold dealer? I've heard people are selling fake gold coins on the internet. If you're buying gold coins on the internet, there's something wrong with you. First and foremost, I don't buy gold. Ever since the Queen of England once said to Chris Columbus or the Queen of Spain, goes, go get me gold and spaces. When we were sending Ponce de Leon, when we were sending Chris Columbus out to find trade routes and like spices and lands to conquer, that's when gold was interesting. Have you ever seen anyone spin gold? Uh-uh. Well, gold, gold's a great investment in a down market. It can be for sure. So is cash. Gold, it costs you 30% to go out and buy a gold coin. That's the markup. You, you know what the markup is on diamonds? It's crazier. You know what the markup is if you decide to sell your gold back to the people? It's just as high as when it's to buy. You're not going to make money buying gold coins unless the economy goes to heck in a handbasket. And the better choice might have been a hard asset fund. It might have been a low-cost, low-volatility fund. It might have been a utility stock. It might have been a shotgun and a love doll. If things really go to heck in a handbasket, gold ain't going to get you nothing. You could be the little leprechaun. I got my pot of gold! And you're not going to get a loaf of bread for it. So don't hide in gold. Those days are over. This isn't 1940 right now. We're not, you know, uh, in a world war where we're like, let's let's loot a country of all their gold and, and fine art. Grow up, people. Change with the times. I'd rather you buy Bitcoin than gold, and that's telling you how crazy this all is. At least get Bitcoin has, like, the crazy speculation on the dollar collapsing tied towards it. And Bitcoin can be used as a currency, Unlike the last time I saw gold, it can't be. And again, the cost to get in and the cost to get out, don't be loco. So this first hour, in two segments, I've already trashed annuities. Don't buy them. They're high-cost products where you're paying for insurance and investment costs. You're paying more in investment costs than you'd pay with a financial planner or an index fund. And then you're paying for uh, insurance. You know who makes the winnings in annuities? The annuity salesperson and the annuity company. Be cautious. Now, we've recently seen Apple come out with a lot of news services. And some of them look like they're trying to control the media world. And I get it. Let's talk a little bit about this. Apple bet big this week on digital subscriptions. Apple TV+, Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple News+, and Apple Card. That could generate billions of dollars in annual revenues. Now, one of them that is not going to be generating billions of dollars in earnings anytime soon is Apple TV. They marched out a fine-looking group of people to talk about Apple's TV subscription. Oprah Winfrey was one of them. And they've spent a billion dollars getting all this content ready to march. 
from M. Night Shyamalan, Kumali Nanjini, Owen McGregor, Viola Davis, Charlie Day, Rob McInerney. It's a Hollywood's Who's Who list. Remember Planet of the Apps, which was judged by Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow, Will I Am? Canceled after 10 episodes. Carpool Karaoke. Has anyone watched it? It's been panned by critics. So if you spend a billion dollars, how much can you price that service at to get a billion dollars back? It's not going to be much. It's not going to be a big winner for them, but it maybe creates stickiness. And down the road, if they acquire more content, they could start pricing like Netflix and Disney does. But out of the gate, they don't got the content for $10 a month. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Let's talk about kids. They're big old germ buckets of botulism just floating around your home. I'd think twice before having one if you're immune compromised. I know you're saying you're kidding, right? No, I think twice of having one if um, you want to be rich. I would think twice if you're struggling to get by. Kids are expensive. And I'm just telling you that from all the emails I get from people. I know one parent, and I love her. I think she's a great human being. And she has a great daughter. And I've seen her daughter grow up and go off to New York University. Great school. Great college. Great college living. Can you imagine living in New York City while you're going to college? I love San Francisco. I hate L.A., but, man, New York certainly does the job as well. I know. You're saying, are you a cliche guy who hates L.A.? No, I just hate L.A. people. If I could put them all in a uh, big old vat of chemicals, I would. I know you're saying, are you a terrorist? (laughs) No, 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 no. No, 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 I'm not. Um, I just, I feel like I know way too many vapid and shallow people. Way too many who are living in the moment. Some of them I'm related to. But I digress. So my friend sends her daughter to New York University. You know how she pays for the expensive tuition at New York University? She takes money out of her savings. She didn't really, when she was younger, come up with this idea that maybe one day my kid will go to college. Maybe that'll be expensive. I should have savings that I never, ever touch, and I should have a college savings plan that I do invest in as well. When push came to shove, she sent her daughter off to New York University, and her daughter is becoming an actress. Oh, boy. I wish that I could say something along the lines, oh yeah, she went off to the university to meet a guy and fall in love, and she's going to be a teacher or an actress, and he's going to subsidize her life with his job. You can't really live on teacher salaries these days. You can if you're in a small town, but in a bigger city, uh-uh, not going to happen. You need mommy and daddy's help and or a spouse. I know you're saying that's incredibly sexist of you. That's just what I see from my own family and from the emails that I get from you. So you really should think twice about what sort of degree your kid's going to get. I really wish that we our, our country had a, a college system that worked. It's ridiculous the way it's set up at this point in time. At some point in time, our taxes should go to community colleges. Call it 13th grade. Give the kids a little bit more time to figure out what they want to do when they go to college. And colleges should say, you know what? You don't need to be here for the first year. Why don't you stay close to your home where you can start learning and your parents can put pressure on you to do your own laundry. I just saw a grown man how to do laundry yesterday. It's crazy. Um... I host coaches from the UK, soccer coaches, and I showed him how to do laundry. He's 21 years old, 22 years old. He's like, I don't know how a washing machine works. <laughs> You're saying, is that your English accent? I don't know. Bloody well. Okay. I don't want to offend anyone. But so my friend sends her daughter to New York University and she's becoming an actress. Now that she's done, 
Her mom's in $200,000 of debt, and she's tapped her savings. And the daughter posts a wonderful Facebook post about how great Hamilton is, which I think is a piece of, of rat turd. I, I, I hate musicals. I know you're saying, oh, but it's so wonderful. It's so inventive. And $400 a seat, I'd, I'd rather cut off my hand and flush it down the toilet. Who pays that kind of money for short-term entertainment? One of the best posts I ever one of the best posts I ever saw was someone uh, talk about living in New York City, and it was kind of funny. It was colorful, um, and it was a little bit racist. So go with us. Basically, like that white girl across the hall needs to shut up and stop singing Hamilton rap songs. And I, I kind of liked it. I kind of <coughs> if you heard me do rap, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. When you hear Eminem do rap, it's pretty darn entertaining. So I kind of got the drift of what the person was trying to say. Are you with me against me? you got to pick a side. This is uh, civil war. So anyway, sending your kid off to college is expensive. Going into debt to do it is the wrong idea. I wish our country would have 13th grade that's bought and paid for as a college experience, community college, and subsidized by taxpayers. We don't do it. And even our community colleges are expensive now. One of my friends, he went to community college for two years and then transferred to the University of Virginia and got a degree from the University of Virginia. Do you think he's ever told one person in the world that he went to, it's called Nova, Coco, Northern Virginia Community College? Do you think he ever told one person that? Or do you think he says, I've got a degree from the University of Virginia. I've got a degree from Harvard, darling. We're going to go to... Of course, that's what he says, right? He doesn't tell people that he went to a, a shabby community college. And that's another thing we need to kill is this whole idea that community college is shabby. Anyway, think twice before you go big time into debt. That's my advice. I'm staying with it. I've seen friends send their kids off to college and the kids drop out. I've seen, you know, your kids don't always turn out to be the way you want them to. I think the stats one in four are a major disappointment to parents. So, and I'm not knocking you. I know you love your kids. I know you want to do the best for them. But just thinking a four-year university is the wrong idea. Look at Lori Loughlin's daughter. She didn't want to go to college. Her mom spent a lot of money and ruined herself and her career and her daughter's career by insisting that she goes to college when her daughter didn't want to. Sometimes you should listen to your kids. I know it's it's that that's not good advice. But had she sent her kid to community college instead of USC? The kid who deserved to get in USC should have gone to USC, right? So anyway, don't get too caught up on this, like, this is the way we do it. I've seen people in radio, and I'm not knocking radio, but 20, 40, 50, 60 years ago, it was a different business than it is today. Back then, you could go, hey, I'm Ron Burgundy. It's 19 before the top of the hour. Tick-tock, tickly-dock. Let's throw it over to the weatherman. Oh, hi, it's the weatherman here. Like, it was a business. It, it, It... there was a lot of money in it before there was the internet there was a lot of money in radio and television because that's where the eyeballs and the ears were but as we came up with podcasts as we came up with downloadable music as we came up with streaming channels as we came up with podcasts a lot of the money's gone out and i see people sending their kids off to i had a producer who went to northwestern and if you don't know anything about northwestern it's kind of like the harvard of the midwest it ain't shabby. And he got a communication degree that wasn't cheap. And you know what he could have done? He could have picked up a camera on weekends and everything he learned on video and audio editing, he could have learned on his own. Do you know I can fix a dishwasher? I can fix a washing machine and a dryer? Washing machine's a little bit tougher because it's a lot of circuit boards. But everything I learned, did I go to plumbing school? Did I go to any sort of blue collar job? <clears throat> no. Did I train? No. YouTube has it all. When I need to change a headlight, I see how to change the headlight on my car. And I go to YouTube, I go, how to change 
truck headlight. And someone's like, oh, this is real easy. First, you go to your local Pet Boys shop. I'm a Pet Boy dealer. And look, you get this 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 here certain light. You open your hood. You twist it like to the left. should be about a quarter turn. I do all that stuff myself. I, was, I had a closet come offline. I have a sliding closet in here. I'm like, ooh, a sliding closet. I live in a home that was made 50 plus years ago. And I kind of like it. I'm not one of those people who like new homes. I kind of like the... The history, I kind of like the grit. Real close to where I live, there's a bear pit. Because 60 years ago, people from San Francisco used to come down to my city for vacation. And they'd hunt bears. Anyway, so I have a sliding closet. And it's been off for years. Off the hooks. And like, you'd come into my room and you'd be like, why is your closet off the door? Off the hinges. I'm like, it's kind of broken. I don't want to buy a, you know, a California closet upgrade at $1,400. So I looked at the components. A sliding glass closet. Do you know how hard... Of a technology, that is. Do you have any levers and switches and, and hinges? None! It's actually pretty easy. It's real simple. It slides left and right. You put something in between the wood that keeps it in place. Put something in top between the wood, uh, between the woods, like so it's on uh, both sides of it. And guess what? It slides back and forth. If the track was bent, oh boy, I would have had to unget, undo the track. Now, okay, here was the toughest part. You have to put it in at an angle. Fixing the tracks was easy. Fixing the wheels were easy. The wheels were 40 or 50 years old. They were dyed. They're, they're dying, dying. I, I could have kept, the, I could have bent them funny ways. March off to Home Depot. You watch a little video on how to install a, and you know what? I saved $400 on a repairman or $1,400 on a, a new closet. Come on, people. Your kids can do this stuff too. Anyway, I'm totally digressing. I'm sorry. There's a $750 million Powerball jackpot to discuss. If you win, sign the ticket immediately. That's my advice. If you win, don't think you're going to be like um, paying off all your debts really fast. Don't, don't think you're going to be hanging out with celebrities. Don't hang out with celebrities, in fact. If you do an office pool, assign a leader, get rules in the writing, use cash preferably, and consider buying tickets individually versus as a group. It's so much easier. It's almost the same odds. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Now, this is a band. Do you know what they're considered? Neo Soul. It's called Fits in the Tantrums. I look at this band, and I, I wish I could be that. I know the grass is always greener. I think rock stars want to be football players, and football players want to be... Money managers and like we always find something else to look up to. But this is fronted by a guy named Michael Fitzpatrick. Fitz Noel Skaggs sings, and she's got some pipes. I love the saxophone. I love the keyboard. I love the percussion. This is like people who really play instruments. You know, I don't know. Earlier in the show, I was bagging on having kids and how expensive they are and how they're just big old. Uh, buckets of botulism walking around your house, right? But when my kid, I'm taking him to soccer one day, and he's awesome. And I have that song on, and he starts clapping his hands. Those are the moments that you're like, now I know why I'm spending so much damn money on a kid. It's like my dog. 011011. When she cuddles up to you in the middle of the night, you go, okay, you're okay, I get this. Because that's worth it. And you're like, did I just pay $600 for a vet visit because her collar got... Another dog's collar got hooked on her neck and, and basically punctured her. Why did I do that? 
Because I'm stinking wealthy and I could afford to. Sure. Do I want to do it? No. But you kind of got to to get those moments in life. And like Fits in the Tantrums, if you ever get a chance to see them live, it will rock your socks. I know you're saying, what the hell is that a reference to? I don't know. I, I stole it from someone. I don't know what it means, but it sounds good like you might have a good time at a band. The band immediately clicked when they met. I think that's kind of cool. I like working with people that I like and click with. Doesn't always happen in life. Anyhow, I'm totally digressing. Um, Fits and the tantrums. You know what I did last night? This is kind of showing you where my world is. I sat in front of YouTube with uh, that soccer coach guy. I'm like, you pick a song. And then I pick a song. Then he picks a song. Then you pick a song. I kind of wanted to see what his world was like. And there was actually some overlap. And the the music that we listened to in the UK ain't all bad. I'm like, what's up with your teeth? (laughs) But the song Money Grabber awesome um i use that on the show many 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 times years ago and that's again by fits and the tantrums anyway totally digressing sorry um one of the things i do when i wake up so i get up typically at four in the morning sometimes four thirty. 30 before i go to bed I, I i start pulling in stories and ideas for tomorrow I email them to myself because I do the show from my TV studio in San Francisco on the Embarcadero in lovely Bay Area, the city. The city that is so snobby, we can't even call it San Francisco. We just call it the city. You going to the city today? Yeah. You going to Oakland? No. I said the city. Anyhow, uh, one of the things I do is I look at research, and I study research, and I, I try to find trends. Um, that's the fun part. That's the best part of my day, probably. Neon Therapeutics, what do they do? I don't know, but they were called a buy today in $15 Target, so I'll read about them. Seattle Genetics, a company that I know Bill Gates once invested in. Not Bill Gates, but Bill Gates' money manager did. They got a $95 Target and a, and a buy. I don't know biotech well, so I trust the analysts. Over time and over years, I follow them, and then I can execute what they're talking about potentially. But biotech's not my world, but I have to read the research. China's industrial profits for January and February fell 14%. That should help the Trump campaign of let's try to, you know, even out our workloads and what we get from each other so that you're not always taken from us. So China's getting some pain. What does Mr. T predict? Pain. I look at the 10-year treasury. It sits at 2.38%. 2.38% on the 10-year treasury. I haven't talked about this in a while. That is not good. That tells you the economy is, there's something not right with it. You want that 10-year treasury at 3.5%, maybe 3.25%. But when people are buying the 10-year treasury, because they they don't think they can get 8 to 10% in the stock market, they don't think the housing market's worth it, they're putting money in a treasury bond, a government guarantee, which is awesome. Last time I checked, the United States has never bounced a bond. We've never gone bankrupt. One day we could, or we'll just print more money and basically dilute the dollars and say, hey, Sorry, children and grandchildren. You'll figure this one out. <laughs> We're going to spend $10 billion on some new project. So anyway, 10-year treasury at 2.38%. Um, you got to invest in the stock market. I know you're saying, didn't you just say there's something wrong with the economy? I did. You got to hope that, that capitalism will figure it out. Whatever's wrong with the economy, capitalism will figure it out. Let me give you an example. Apple spends more money on R&D than any other company. If they start feeling the economy is starting to affect their business, they can just turn off the research and development. They could turn off the stock buybacks, or they can increase them if their stock falls a lot. They could artificially manipulate their business because they're capitalists. They're not locked and set in stone. They can fire anyone they want, anytime they want. That's capitalism. 
They'll hire people when they see demand. They'll fire people when they see lack of demand. And you know what? Wall Street goes like this. You can see my hands clap when a company comes out and fires people. Because you know the greatest cost of doing business is labor. So I pay attention to that 10-year treasury, and that tells me something. But historically, the stock market's gone up about 10% when you include dividends each year. Now, it's not guaranteed, but I'd rather take that than 2.38% when inflation's going to be between 2 and 4%. In, in bad years, it's before. Uh-uh, uh-uh. My, not, my purchasing power has to stay real. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. You can find CFP Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner. Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. And there's a lot of really good downloads there. I was looking at them yesterday. Check them out at newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.